Greetings and welcome to Living at Your Finest podcast, a podcast devoted to helping women to live at their finest health and personal development in the midst of the continuous demands of life. I'm your host, Dr. Babalola, aka Dr. Babs. I'm a board certified family physician and the founder of Living at Your Finest. Have you struggled with your health and personal development? Thought that you might have finally figured it out only for it to come tumbling over? Or maybe you're just that person that wants to learn how to consistently live at your finest health and personal development. Well, this podcast is just for you. We can triumph together on this journey of health and personal development as my guests and I share valuable information from our personal experiences and professional background using an exciting framework, fun, fundamental, and faith-based. So I hope you're ready for some candid dialogue. Hello and greetings. I am pumped about our guest today in person of Dr. Jennifer Verretz. She is a pediatrician and a strong advocate for children, women health, and wellness. I follow her on Facebook, and I've learned so much from her. Her daily post is amazing. Before I welcome her, I would like for you to give me the permission to just dive in briefly into her bio. Now, Dr. Baris became a pediatrician because of her personal experience during her wellness visit as a child. Now, isn't that amazing? I paused when I saw that in her bio. There's so much that we can do to impact each other, whether it's what we do or what we don't do. So that was just amazing that her experiences directed her part. She fulfilled her dreams and obtained her medical degree from the University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center. As a board-certified pediatrician, her passion is to empower moms and dads to raise their kids to live healthy, happy and healthy lives full of precious memories and discovery. Her ultimate goal is to create the same positive experiences for her patients just as she experienced as a child. So I am super ready. I'm pumped. I can't wait to dive into some candid dialogue. So without further ado, let us welcome Dr. Jennifer Verreet. Thank you, Dr. Babs. You got it. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I know you're super busy, but, you know, just allowing us some of your time, I really am honored and and, and glad to have you with us. Well, let's get going. I really want to hear from you. And so my audience wants to dive into just your health journey. Now, but before we do that, was there anything else that you want to share that I did not mention in your beautiful bio? Well, I, um, I think your bio covered it, but in, in my health journey, I'm also, I'm going to talk about some products that, um, you know, I've started to distribute on my own because they made such a huge difference in my personal health. And so, um, you know, I'm wanting to offer these two products to other people who may have similar issues as me. Um, so in in medical school, well, actually, this probably started in, when I was in college. Um, first of all, my mother would not allow me to get relaxers on my natural hair. And so I didn't get my first relaxer until I was probably a senior in high school because my mom was like, you know, they damage your hair. I don't want you to go through that. So I finally got a relaxer my senior year in high school. And about maybe a year and a half or maybe two years later when I was in college, 
I started developing scalp inflammation. And um, it, it was at a time when I had um, done, t- taken a medical mission trip to my family's country of Haiti. And so when I saw the doctor the first time about it, um, it was indicated maybe it was more of a fungal infection of the scalp that I picked up while I was in Haiti because there was a lot of dirt and dust everywhere. And um, so it was treated as a fungal infection with an antifungal shampoo and the inflammation subsided, but then about a year later it came back even stronger and it was associated with hair loss and uh, even crusty, crusted, bloody flaking of the scalp. Mm-hmm. Very tender and painful, uh, very warm to touch. And um, so I went back to the, <laughs> the physician that I initially saw and he refilled the ketoconazole, but I felt like there was more going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I w- entered medical school, I had another flare and they actually became a little bit more frequent in medical school. Um, medical school is very strenuous. And so Mm -hmm. I didn't really have the time to take care of myself like I should have at that time. So I didn't pursue treatment until I was in residency. Um, and that's when I, um, saw a dermatologist this time. And I saw three different dermatologists before Mm -hmm. I found one that was willing to do a biopsy. Okay. And so when they did a biopsy, they found something called uh, centrifugal cicatricial alopecia. Mm-hmm. And um, they said it was a scarring alopecia where basically my white blood cells were attacking and destroying my hair follicle and creating scar. Okay. So he wasn't able to tell me whether or not my hair would grow back or not. So uh, I did undergo several treatments. I, <laughs> I'm so ashamed to say this. Um, I, I took doxycycline orally one milligram and I couldn't even take it. Like I had this constipation, severe constipation as a side effect. Um, And then uh, he prescribed a topical um, steroid for my scalp that um, uh, was, you know, supposed to abate the inflammation because there's no way to get the hair to grow back where the Mm -hmm. scarring has occurred. But the point is to stop the inflammation from producing further scarring. Right. So um, a, um, a topical steroid was applied and um, I noticed that my scalp got quite thin with that topical steroid. Um, okay. And um, and then as sort of as not as a last resort, but this was a trial procedure. I um, had platelet rich plasma protein injections and that mm. involves um, drawing blood from my arm and separating the plasma from the platelets. Okay. So um, the platelet-rich plasma <clears throat> is injected into the scalp to stimulate growth. It just has a lot of a high concentration of growth factors. So, and then I also had steroid injections. I forgot that. So I went through all of this, and um, I will say that I didn't have the really bad flares that I had while I was in residency. So those were abated. Mm. Um, But I still had really shiny, you know, thinned areas of scalp that prevented me from actually going out in public with my natural hair. I would wear a weave or a wig or braids or something. I could not, I just was, I wasn't in a place where I felt comfortable to do that because I just Mm. had so much thinning. And so um, fast forward to 
about a year ago, um, I got married and in the process of moving and all the changes associated with getting married, I run into a fellow physician who, um, who distributes skincare and wellness products. And one of the wellness products has a side effect of hair growth. And, and I was like, you know what? I've been through many things that have side effects. I will definitely take a side effect of hair growth. Um, and, and so um, I tried uh, this um, wellness, this chew, um, it's a tablet and powder. Okay. And um, I noticed that I have more energy in the day. Um, and I didn't have a headache that I would have after lunch, like around, you know, 2 p.m. Um, that went away. But a few months in, I noticed that I was finally getting some growth in my mm. edges and my scalp was not inflamed as it was before. Mm. And so I continued it. And a few months later, the same company released a hair care line, which I started using and their scalp serum completely transformed my scalp. And so now about a year later, I am comfortable. Finally, <laughs> I am at a place yes. where I can wear my hair out naturally and feel good yes. about it and feel good about myself. There's still yes. some thinning, but the fullness is there so that I can, you know, fill it in. And I'm, yes. I'm so thankful. Um, and so that's, it's pretty lengthy. <laughs> I mean, I wish our viewers could see such beautiful hair that you have and you're glowing. So I am really happy that you shared that oh, with thank us you. because it does encourage us that, you know, it is possible no matter how long that journey is. And I can only imagine how conscious you were, you know, living at your finest. And that is what I advocate for women to just live at our finest. So you had those obstacles and the barriers, but you fought, you pushed through and, you know, your path yeah. led you to the product that made you even live at your fullness, you know, and, and so that's amazing. Thanks for sharing that. Thank now, you. you did voice a lot about the successes and the challenges I want to dive in more into because when we talk living at your finest so that means internally and externally so you've talked about the external part which really does come from internal can you speak mm -hmm. to um, just how you've lived at your finest internally so what do you how do you feed yourself do you think that it has an impact on the external um, appearance and you know if yes what is it that you do that helps that maybe there's one or two people out there that can learn from that mm -hmm, absolutely so one of the biggest things that I thank God for every day is my career I love being a pediatrician it feeds my soul even on the days that it's busy I feel so fulfilled because I was able to help families you know their children and parents mm -hmm. um, and so doing that by itself is very fulfilling. Okay. I'm, I'm blessed to have a career where I enjoy going to work every day and it puts a smile on my face to go to work every day. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, it can be stressful. <laughs> it can be stressful and it can be draining. And I am now completed more than six years outside of my residency training that I've been practicing. And it's, I feel like it's mentally healthy to invest in yourself and maybe find a hobby or something that feeds a different part of your brain yeah. um, just so that you can still continue to use those creative juices. Um, and so that's the other thing that, um, you know, that company brought to me when I started a year ago, it was fun, 
because I was activating a different part of my brain. I was able to be more creative, try something new that I hadn't before, um, kind of develop new skills. And so I would say, don't, don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Is there something, if there's something that you have been wanting to, to try or look Mm -hmm. into, and it keeps pulling at your heart, it's doing, that's happening for a reason, you know? And, um, don't get stuck only in the grind of, you know, a nine to five job um, that's not feeding another part of your brain. Go ahead and explore those creative juices. Go ahead and explore those pulls at your heart and soul. Yeah, that's amazing. I love the joy that I, I feel when you speak about your patients and how it fills you. And, that, and that's the same feeling that I get. I kid, I joke with my kids. I say, <laughs> the moment I head home, you know, it's a different feeling I get from when I'm with my patients. And then they laugh at me. I was like, don't you have fun with us? I say, yes, I do. But it's a different kind of fun. So <laughs> I, I relate to what yes. you just said. And I'm really happy that you, you're encouraging our viewers that as strong women, and of course, if we have a few men, few men listening, that we should activate the other parts of our brain. It's not just all about the career. There are other areas like, you know, um, Um, fun things that we want to do that would boost our health and help us live at our finest. So I want to take a different tour now and I want to hear some things, you know, that have motivated you. I know that your patients definitely motivate you. I can sense that. Um, But what else or who else other than your pediatrician that you spoke about, what has motivated you to stay healthy, meaning eat healthy, drink healthy? Because I see a lot of your posting about how relevant that is to our well-being. So can you speak to um, a person or just what what that thing is that makes you wake up every day that motivates you to stay healthy and eat healthy and drink healthy? Absolutely. So there are multiple people. Um, I have very, very close family members who have been diagnosed with diabetes and high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And um, so I know that there's, I have a family history of it. Um, and so it's something that I want to do my best to, you know, try to prevent. The other thing is, and as pediatricians, we see more childhood obesity now, and I'm having that talk with teens and, you know, there have been women and young boys who have cried in front of me. Um, and when we have that talk, it's a very sensitive topic. And how can I have that talk? with teens without making the effort myself. I would feel like such a huge hypocrite. And, and in my effort, sometimes I fell. Of course, we all fell, we're all human. I can relate. I can say, you know what, I've been through it too. Yes, I love those comfort foods. That's a, <laughs> that's a weakness for me too, friend. Um, but in sharing those weaknesses, we can also share the opportunity to overcome and try again the next day. And so, yeah, multiple drives, um, you know, with my family and also um, teams that I talk to on a daily basis. Yes, that, that's great. I love that. I mean, I've had patients that have kept, you know, made me straight. So let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Like I have an 86 year old that anytime she sees me, she's either measuring me up and say, oh, you've gained weight or you've lost weight. 
<laughs> or, you know, I'm like, okay, well, this patient's accounted on me to do my own part, so I better step it up. So you're absolutely mm -hmm. right. In order not to be hypocritical, you know, we tell our patients to live their best lives. We also need to, to you know, walk the talk. So, so that's amazing. I'm glad that you have multiple um, motivators to, to help you live at your finest health, and you're doing a great job at that. I like also that you said, you know, if we fail, we start back again. We encourage each other. And so that nobody thinks that you're a superwoman or you're superman. Exactly. So no, it's, it's not that. We're all in this thing, struggle together. Yes. Yeah. So let me ask you one more question before we dive into the fill in the blank sentences. Okay. Right. So what would you say is your major barrier to us living at your finest health? Or if you don't have any, that's fine. <laughs> but if you do, I would like to know, as well as my viewers, uh, well, my listeners rather, would like to hear what are those barriers and how do you overcome them? Because I'm sure there's probably somebody out there that can tap into your wealth of knowledge. I, I think I would say, um, you know, I've been married, I think, going on two years now. Uh, we're about to enter two years and, you know, ha being married, it's very different from being single. Um, there are other needs and preferences that you have to take into account. Yes. And um, so I had plans <laughs> when I was <laughs> single that had to be adjusted or changed completely when I got mm -hmm. married. Um, and um, we have a home that, you know, needs to be maintained. And so there's a lot of... Um, and I can only imagine like how I feel now as just a wife, I can't, I can only imagine how mothers feel. Um, but this tendency to put like other people's needs before yourself mm -hmm. um, and before you know it, like most of your time is spent like filling up the cups of other people and you haven't yet filled your cup. By the end of the day, your cup has not been filled. Yes. And so um, I still sort of trying to, get a sense of who I am, like hold on to who I am as a wife, you know, and not lose the sense of identity in my, in myself, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And yeah. And so, um, one way, and I'm not purporting to be any type of expert on this problem, <laughs> but one way that I have implemented that I feel like is helping is, um, definitely communicating. Um, in my case, it would be with my spouse. Mm -hmm. about what I can do and what I may not be able to do mm -hmm. and um, creating a schedule of what I would like to accomplish each day. And if I accomplish these six things, because I try to keep it simple, then I will have feel fulfilled that day. I would have been fulfilled in, you know, putting into my husband's cup, putting into my cup, doing what I need to do in the home. So it's not going to look perfect. Yeah. But at least I can say I did these six things and I'm happy with that. Um, and so, so that's, that's how I've tried to address it. Yes. And, and your husband yeah. and you have family members, they draw out of us. So communication is key. I like so much that you said that. And that's what I've found. You know, my husband and I are sweet tooth. And so when <laughs> I try to avoid and change my lifestyle, he's still enjoying his sweet stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, he's probably not at that point where I need to, I need to work with him and I need not to stress him and right. insist that 
don't bring it into the house. So the communication has helped for him to understand where I am in my health journey and to encourage him through what he sees in my life and, you know, be patient enough to see that he gets there also at the same time. So that's great. I I share the same thing with you in terms of those little barriers here and there and how we work through it. Well, fill in the blanks. That's where we are now. Okay. Fill in the blanks. And I would like for you to, you know, you make it as short as you can. Um, So the first one, health means what to you? Health for me means well-being. It's a holistic thing. Um, Well-being of the soul, not just physical health, but like mental health, emotional health, emotional health. Um, so it's a very much holistic picture. It's a, um, a state of mind, a state of being. Um, and so, yeah, that's what health means to me. Awesome. What is your million dollar health tip of the century? Oh man. Oh goodness. (laughs) I'm going to have to think about this if it's a million dollar tip (laughs) of the century. Um, hmm. Okay. I would say, don't forget to invest in yourself. And that could look like anything. Um, that could be in your health. Um, if there's a, you know, like I said, like a hobby or something that's pulling at your soul, um, d- just don't forget to do that. Um, even if it's a small part of the day, make sure you take that time to invest in yourself. That's powerful. Yeah, and the only reason I say that is because you have to fill your cup in order to be there for the people who are depending on you. And so if you're continuing to run on fumes, um, you know, eventually those you're going to run out. And so <laughs> continue to invest in yourself. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> now, the last but not the least, out of the three options, which one would you rather be? and why. So my three options is, would you rather be healthy, smart, or rich? Oh my goodness. Wow. (laughs) Hmm. Well, I would rather be healthy because like I said before, health is more of a holistic state of being. Mm -hmm. And I imagine if I am healthy, I have at least enough, um, you know, finances to keep me healthier what I need and I have at least enough intelligence to maintain that health (laughs) so I'd rather be healthy okay well that's a good answer I mean you're healthy enough that your brain cells are working well right as long as we stay healthy then our new neurons are you know helping us to be creative right and 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 do all that we need to do so that's amazing well thank you so so very much this is amazing i had a wonderful time having this conversation with you i'm sure my listeners have learned one or two things um, that they will take away with them do you have last patent words maybe how we um if you know listeners wants to reach out to you and learn a little bit more about your products and what you did with your hair would you like to share that before we wrap up absolutely so first i just want to say that i do have a facebook page uh, called jennifer varice md where like dr bab shared i every day well monday through friday i share a post Um, that's informative and helpful. 
And once a week, I share a live video uh, that provides relevant information for parents. Um, if you message me through that page, I will gladly share information of the products that I distribute. I tend to separate, you know, the products versus my pediatric page, but for anyone who's interested, just send me a private message. I practice at a clinic called Family First Pediatrics in Spring, Texas. So if anyone is in the area, I would love to see you. Please come on and drop on by. Um, I'm also on Instagram at JV Pediatrics. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Baris. Thank, thank you, you so very much. Thank you so much for having me. All right, audience. Thank you all for listening and thanks for hanging in. Until next time, stay strong, stay blessed. You know you need and you deserve to live at your finest health. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Living at Your Finest podcast. My hope is that you've been empowered to take actionable steps to living at your finest health and personal development. For more in-depth content on best practices to ensure that you're living at your finest health and personal development, come on over and follow me on Facebook and YouTube, Living at Your Finest with Dr. Babs. In order not to miss an episode, I highly recommend as well for you to subscribe to my podcast and either my website, livingatyourfinest.com, or the various podcast outlets. And please, while you're at it, don't forget to leave a comment on the impact the episode has made on you. And of course, share with a friend or two. Till we meet again on the next episode, let's remain triumphant together. Because we need it, we deserve it, and most certainly, you and I can achieve to live at our finest health and personal development. God bless.